to my dear, still I rise. Remember when we used to dream about utopias? I wanted to go to your utopia so bad. I wanted to fall into your movement and through your narrative. I wanted to be part of your thoughts, your monologue, the clear dialogue in which you spoke all our dreams and desires. You wrote honestly from an uncertain point of view, from a place of doubt, a place that followed from a feeling and intuition, instinctively rather than through structure, praxis, institution. You made us all see that it was okay, that that was the best way to be. We surrounded each other and embraced each other's artistry. We did each other's hair and made each other's clothes. We looked at each other, really looked. We danced and sung and told our stories about what we had endured, the feelings of otherness. We wanted to throw out the preconceived ideas of respectful and imagine a place where we were free to emphasize our power and refuse to let that power be negated by the fact that we were sexual beings. We created a space free of misogyny, externalised and internalised, and I just wanted to be there. And I wanted that place to be everywhere. And I wanted everyone to be there in that place. We read to each other. We read Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. We were feminists, but this was more than supporting our friends or churning out charming catchphrases about girl power. It was a political movement with political aims we recognised that being a woman was not one singular experience, particularly when you're a woman of colour. We said enough to being sidelined by the same people who claim to be advocates for women generally. We said enough and looked directly in the face of police killing black women, in the face of sexual violence within low-income communities and in the face of ongoing attacks upon our rights to make decisions about our own bodies. We questioned how the moral discourse of human rights was misappropriated. We embroiled ourselves in conflict. We called out their shit. And when they said that we were overreacting, we kept on going. We said, it's not up to you to decide how upset we should be or how we act. We expressed rage because what we were trying to explain was so important, the most important. And then when they only focused on our tone, we knew. Remember when we revolted and they said, but why can't we be part of this revolution? And we said, well, you've had all this time and look what you've done, nothing, because everything else has failed. And guess what? Now it's our time and you'd better be ready. Because we've been marginalized, ostracized, excluded, and you've got it all coming. They looked back at us with steely eyes, trying to unnerve us with their attention. They looked at us with an anxious pleasure to kill. We detected in their comments and in their stares a palpable contempt. They questioned us relentlessly and threw at us their oblique insults. 
their presence was satanic. They followed the same structure of centuries-old dialogue, the conversations they were used to, the conversations that go on between predator and prey, imagining the detail of their expected victory. But then we said, no. Did you want me to be broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air, I'll rise. We said fuck respectable politics and laughed at the idea that we must behave a certain way in order to deserve an equal place in society. We said fuck you and your absurd cruelty to expect us to be polite about racial and sexual oppression. Who wants equality when we can have dominance? Not all men hate women or want them to fail. Not all men walk all over us or crush us into the grave. But a lack of intent does not guarantee a lack of harm delivered. And we were sick of wanting these transgressions to merely be recognised and acknowledged. We were sick of trying to simply ameliorate them. We wanted to be part of a movement that erased them. We wanted an I. Remember when we took over and asked each other what we wanted our new place to be? We looked at each other with faith that the idea of human rights and human dignity are truths and not merely cultural creations. We wanted a government by discussion. We helped public discussions and we talked and we fought and we imagined. We used an impartial spectator as our thought experiment informing the basis of our theory of justice. We thought about the limitations of human rights and how the law had failed to vindicate our claims to these human rights for centuries. We read Hannah Arendt and we refused to reduce people to being the mere bearers of human rights because this would strip them of their political identity. We said no to removing people from their place in the world, their political communities where their rights can be enacted. We agreed with Simone Weil who said that the legalistic discussion of human rights was cold and sterile and cannot substitute the greater demand for love in political communities like ours. We loved each other and we kept reading Angelou with this love. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise? That I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame I rise. Up from the past that's rooted in pain I rise. Still I'll rise. I remember that you said we live on the earth and we inhabit the world. And you spoke to me about your utopia place. And you punched dramatic impact into short sentences in your description of it. Your quick turns in meaning and emotion, dense with feeling and dearth of plot or narrative, metaphysical. Your words flowed over me. I felt fantastical. I felt as if I had knowledge of things I could not have knowledge of. You gave me compulsive strains of thought. I was crazed with desire for more. I still am. I always will be. 
micro landscapes. This fictional letter is part of the Ships in the Night project and has been written in response to Hannah Bronte's Still I Rise, which features a black dot gallery from the 6th until 22nd of May as part of Next Wave Festival 2016. It is written, edited and produced by Kelly Fleedner and spoken this time by Sarah Crowest. Ships in the Night has been developed for Next Wave Festival 2016 and assisted by the Australian Government through the Australia Council, its arts funding and advisory body and the Margaret Lawrence Bequest. It's part of an ongoing project called On the Beach, a new podcast that among other things is interested in the intersection of contemporary art practice and fiction. On the Beach is supported by the Victorian Government through Creative Victoria. Special thanks also to Rowan McNaught for designing the Ships in the Night and the On the Beach websites and Ronald Koo for creating this music.